just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for Everyday Foodies by Everyday Foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our beautiful podcast peeps. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Livy. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hi, guys. Welcome back to episode two of 2021. Um, I'm not really sure where I'm at, you know, what's happening. It's kind of that weird phase of the year where it's like, it's all a bit of a blur. Isn't We're it? going back to work. Summer's over. COVID's ramping up again. Oh, don't talk and it's to me. It's raining all the time. It's raining all the freaking time. <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah, look, not into it. I feel like I am actually like my day that I had the other day really epitomizes this. Like I had a serious moment of that Mm -hmm. where I ran into a friend, 10 seconds later, dropped my phone everywhere. The whole screen literally shatters into little pieces. Stunning. Stunning. New phone. Stoked. Anyway, really annoying. Get home. I'm doing some baking and I start to like spill flour everywhere. Not like me. I was like, oh, this is really frustrating. Sweet Lily, raining in. And then and then I literally spill a whole butter concoction down the side of our oven. And like, it's so hard to clean the oven. So I was just like screaming at myself, like, what the hell? Then the final thing that happened was that I opened the door into my own head. Oh, so as oh you can see, God. there's oh a big gosh, bruise. Yes. And you opened the door, cupboard door? No, the to go outside door. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I actually do that all the time. Were you rushing outside? Like, how do you open it? I was just opening it to get some air, you know? Because you were frazzled. I was frazzled. At this point, you're like, I need to go to the back garden. (laughs) I need a ciggy. I need need, (laughs) some alone time. Puffing out the back. (laughs) That's it. So I'm feeling a bit frazzled, but everyone will be pleased to know I have got my phone screen fixed. Uh, so we're on the right track. Hashtag AppleCare. Now, have you guys had better weekends or better few days than I have? I mean, I've been keeping it pretty low key, to be honest, since New Year's. I'm still recovering. (laughs) It was a big one. It was very big. Anyway, so I have been actually binge watching Bridgerton. Oh, you and every other soul. I haven't seen this. Talk to me. You haven't seen it. You would love it, Lib. It's like a period yet a diversity kind of take on, would you say? Yeah, it's a period piece, but like, I don't know how to, yeah, how do you say it actually? Because the music that they've got is like, in the background of all these ballrooms that they go to is modern music. It's like remixes oh. of like Billie Eilish songs and like it's random. This, I love it. And it's hot and it's steamy and what's the story of that love story? Yes, yeah, so basically the sexy love story. Mm. Yeah, whole oh yeah. I was like <laughs> literally oh up, yeah. <laughs> up until last night I was like this is so PG and then I was like I take that back. It is softcore porn. Softcore porn. 100%. All right, so if you're interested in that, you should check it out. What's it called again? Bridgerton. Okay, nice. B, anything? Oh, look, like I said, a bit of a weird time. So I feel like the only highlight of probably like the last couple of maybe weeks, I don't know, <laughs> would be I did a long lunch at Ravisi's. Um, oh, which I know, basic like bitch vibes. Such basic bitch vibes. And I wore a basic bitch dress. I wore a basic bitch photo and I was loving life. Yeah, stunning. Um, mm-hmm. But it was definitely if you want to go and you want to do the long lunch or it was a bottomless brunch lunch thing. Yeah. thing. Jury's still out on value for money. It was a hundred and eighteen dollars for And was it serious? You know how sometimes bottomless they sort of don't Oh no, it was pretty serious. It was like carafes of rose, carafes of red wine, bottles of champagne. Yeah. It just kept on coming and coming and coming. That's pretty good then. And then the food was good? The food was alright and the food was the more expensive part. 
Which I thought was odd. Yeah. Well, then maybe that's why. That's true. Because if you do a bottomless thing, essentially you stop making money at some point when people are bleeding you dry. With yeah, true. yeah, true. True, 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 true. So, and it was only four courses and the last course was like a market fish. I thought that was a weird course to end on. That is a particularly strange course to end on. <laughs> no dessert, no like, I don't know. It just felt weird. I mean, but sometimes you can choose to not get dessert. So that would like maybe you just went for the. No, it wasn't an option. Oh, okay. It was four courses and then you could either choose to have a two hour drinks package or three hour drinks package. Nice. Mm. Nice. Anyway, so, but if you're looking for a a basic bitch thing to do, head to Ravisi's. Okay. Well, we'll do that. And we should also head into Talk of the Town, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss what is hot off the pass in food this week. So I've got one that might be a bit controversial for you guys Ooh, today. Okay. So Good Food have just put out the definitive ranking of classic Australian ice cream. Oh my gosh, love that. I love that. So just to clarify, it's not your Messina, it's not your Gelatissimo. Okay. It's literally the classic ones that you get at a servo station. Oh, it's like your okay. supermarket ice cream. So just, we're talking the 90s. Yes, the exactly right. Exactly mm. right. You know when you go into the, the service station, there's the picture of all those ice creams? Oh, the yep. little halo over yeah. like the streets or <laughs> like magnum paddle pops, thing. magnums. That's it. That's it. Now, when I was thinking about this, I wasn't sure if I should go through all 10 or if I should just point out the one. How about we all say our favorite and see if it makes the list? Okay. Oh, that's fun. Okay, try oh my it. Gosh, that's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it's hard because I've already seen the list. Okay, well, so you don't get well, to play. Okay, fine. We get to play. Fine, okay. fine, fine. We yeah, get right. two each, two each. Oh, okay. Bella, starting with you, what is your top ice cream and is it on the list? Da 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 da. Whoa. <laughs> okay, drum roll, please. Golden Gay Time. Oh, the Golden Gay Time is coming in top ranking, but at number two. Oh, that's pretty freaking high. Pretty high. Pretty high indeed. Now, B, what do you have for us? Um, I'm going to go to Canteen Classic Cyclone. Mate, Cyclone is so new. It's not on the list. We've <laughs> oh, got, I mean, as a, as a sort of close neighbor, I suppose, is we've got the Lemonade Icy Pole. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, this is would. really back. And um, that came in at number seven. Okay. okay. So you're doing great, B. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bella, what do you have for us next? Uh, Rainbow Paddle Pop. Oh, Ooh. it just got in on the list oh. at number nine. Look, honey, nine's better than nothing. Well, so far, Bella is winning. Um, <laughs> okay, well, a classic that I love, yeah. Maxi Bomb. Da, 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 da. Not on the list, mm-hmm. but coming in at first place is a very close cousin. Uh, now, the Monaco Bar from Peter's the Ice. Monaco Bar. I know. Oh, now, that is from the 90s. What a throwback. Literally, and it's come number one, but it's essentially just what I would say is the best bit of the Maxi Bomb. Yeah. In the biscuit part. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, controversial opinion. What is the best bit of the Maxi Bond? Definitely the biscuit part. Biscuit part. Not the little magnet bit? No, B. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, this is seriously the most B thing possible for her to like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're really having a fight on air. Anyway. <laughs> Let's move past this. Let's move past this. <laughs> Indeed so. So coming in at first place is the Monaco bar. I was shocked to see it. You guys are shocked to see it. Yeah. Absolutely blindsided. And do you know what it came in at number 10? What? The Bubble Bill. Oh, no number way. Number 10? I know. Anyway, guys. With a bit of strangeness in the air, I think it's time that we move to the restaurant. I think it is time, Liv. And this week, Farmer wants a wife. Or in this case, a feed. <laughs> what? Okay. Stay with me. Originating 40 years ago in Milton, a humble little pilgrims opened its door to the local community. Today, the vegetarian cafe, which originated as a simple veggie burger joint, has venues in Huskisson, Cronulla, Coromel, and as of July last year, Bronte, with a slogan of healthy, wholesome, and hearty food that tastes simply delicious. 
there was no doubt pilgrims would attract that coveted Easty following. Didn't it indeed? Didn't it? Before we get into what we thought on initial arrival, I do want to say it's a bit of a random venue. So it's changed ownership twice over the last 40 years. So once in 1989 and again in 2004. That's probably normal. But it's founded by three families, essentially. The Quigleys, the Bardettas and the Stewarts. And I'm not entirely sure if they all own the venues or who owns what now or what's going on. But essentially... The last one to open was the one in Bronte in July last year, and it, yeah. and it coincided with their 40th birthday. Wow. Okay. So that's where we went. We did indeed. We went to the Bronte one, and it was sort of funny on the lead up to it because we were obviously deciding where our first cafe of the year should be. And this one had been getting a lot of press around, or sort of social media press, because it's this vegetarian cafe. Mm. But when you think about it in reality, when you're going to a cafe for breakfast, most of the stuff you eat is vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. Except right? for bacon. <laughs> True. But I guess, and we'll discuss this as we go through the menu, though, flicking through the menu, they do have a lunch menu and a dinner menu, and they're fully licensed. So they do dinner. Yeah. So by Friday, Saturday, it becomes this kind of like Mexican place. Which sort of makes sense so as to kind your of meal. Make- yes. Yes. Which, yes. Yes. But on arrival, because I was the first to get there, I did say to you guys once you got there, oh, it's been a bit weird. Um, <laughs> I walked in, was sort of ignored. No one sat me down. I waited in line at the counter and then they said, oh, okay. She kind of pointed to someone else to sit me down, but there was no one around. So I just kind of took it, a seat. It, even when we arrived, so we arrived maybe 10 minutes later and it was just a bit awkward. Like we sort of walked in as if to be like, you know, it's COVID times now. We had our masks on making sure we we're doing the right thing. And they, no one ushered us anywhere. They were a bit like looking at us like, are you right? <laughs> we're like, okay. Usually, even with those places, they do give you a bit of a lowdown, like right at the start. Hey, you know, when you're ready to order, you can go up to the counter. Absolutely. And yeah, some or water. bring water around. Yeah. You know, no one brought water over to me. And then a couple came in and sat behind me and the waitress went over and got them water. And I was like, <laughs> I feel like, am I invisible? Yeah. No one looked at us. Yeah. And then when we, anyway, sorry, I'm telling all the bad stories at the wrong time here. But when we had already ordered our coffees, remember we had the coffee sitting on the table and oh, she gosh, came that was a conundrum. and took the menus and we hadn't ordered our but you know meals why? yet. And we were like, oh, and then we got double coffee. <laughs> because, so what happened was B had already, because she was there for 10 minutes, she got her coffee. And I think this was probably up to you to tell us or PS, you order at the counter. But <laughs> you, you should have told us. You actually technically didn't. <laughs> Guys, so I think it's just an unwritten rule that if you're going up to a counter no, but to I, order, you're paying on the spot. The only reason I got up was because no one was coming to us, right? Yeah, we, didn't, we weren't worrying about that. We thought we were getting table service. Oh, so, okay. I see the confusion now. The yeah. only reason I went up was just to be like to get their attention and, you know, order the coffees while we're there. Yeah. I didn't pay for them or anything like that. I just ordered them and then, you know, went and sat back down. But uh, don't you think that also speaks to their awkwardness that they didn't say, hey, you didn't pay? Yeah, that'll be 10 bucks, please. Sit down? Yeah. That is just so awkward. Yeah. Mm. Like, weird vibes. Anyway, let's take it to the food. Yes, indeed. So it's a pretty basic menu, much like any cafe you'll see. They have the savoury breakfast menu at one spot, then they have sweet menu, and then they go on to the vegan menu, which I was really pleased to see. Though in fairness, as I said, it was just all of the savoury menu without the egg subbed in tofu, basically. (laughs) That's a really good point, yes. So not necessarily anything that was too inspiring for me. Like I'm always, as you guys know, looking for something a bit different and interesting, Mm. particularly when it comes to vegetarian or, or vegan options but just a slab of tofu instead of an egg didn't Quite cut it yeah it didn't mm-hmm. kind of push me over the line i don't think 
So I actually went with the mushroom sourdough. So the shop itself in Bronte is actually located basically next door to Iggy's. Yeah. The bakery. Oh, that was Iggy's. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's one of those things where you like eat across a bajillion places in Sydney and have Iggy's bread, but where do they actually come from? Yes, exactly. So that's why all of the bread on this menu is Iggy's. So I definitely wanted some of that. Mine had the Iggy sourdough, avocado, mushrooms. I also got an egg on it. Something interesting to note is that they do not do poached eggs. They don't. And I'm sorry, was that written somewhere? No. But can we discuss? Sorry, what is the story? It makes me think, I don't know, because in my kitchen, when I'm cooking, I can only do scrambled and fried. So oh, I know what you're saying. And I completely thought the same thing. You're thinking that they don't perhaps have someone who's trained to do poached eggs. Maybe a bit yeah. of like skill lacking Potentially. in the kitchen. Okay, you're a trained pastry chef. That's a skill you should have. Oh, it's also not that hard. Yeah, right? That's what I mean. Like, that's not a hard thing to do. But if you don't know how to do it, you can get it really wrong. Oh, absolutely. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I ran into two friends while we were there and she said in the conversation, so weird they don't do poached eggs here. It's not (laughs) something you come by. No. Yeah, it's just so weird. It is a bit weird. I, I don't know. I'm not sure about the whole vibe of that that egg thing for me yeah and i had a similar sitch so i got the halloumi stack and mine came with fried egg could you get the scramble option like on the thing that just said fried, it says egg. fried egg right so i'm sure if you really wanted scrambled <laughs> you could trade it out trade it out for you so basically it's just got like halloumi fried eggs two which i always think is really generous when there's two eggs i agree seriously and yeah. two bits of bread normally you have to pay like four dollars an egg whoa where are we going i'm just thinking about this place in gunnada that i stopped the other day <laughs> It was like four dollars an egg. Niche okay. but good. <laughs> Basically, don't go to Canada. Um, so roasted tomatoes, avocado, and this pilgrim. Yeah, chili jam or something yeah. like that. It was, yeah, that was the highlight of your dish. I reckon. Couldn't agree more. And I end, well, that's it. I ended up taking it and smearing all of my mm. really, really plain avocado on toast. Yeah, I love the chili jam, and I think that actually saved my dish. Because not that it was bad, but okay, I got the brekkie burrito. Yeah. Super random for me. I don't order that stuff. But now that you said the dinner vibe before, it makes sense that there's burritos on all the menus. There's burritos on the breakfast menu, burritos on the lunch menu. There are. And there's also, when you went up to the counter, there was a a special special. burrito. (laughs) The brekkie burrito is basically avocado, tomato, greens, mushroom, fried egg again, halloumi, potato. Random. Random. But here for it. Pesto hummus sriracha. Okay, there is a lot sauce, happening. Sauce, sauce, sauce. Sauce, sauce, sauce. But all I could taste was pesto, pesto, pesto. You love yeah. pesto? Yeah, in small doses. No, you eat it by the spoonful out of the jar. I've I seen. do not do that. I think I've done True, that, True, I've seen that as well be. No getting out of that one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, no, that's not the point though. The point is, for me, it was too much pesto. Hence why I delved into Bella's chili jam because it got to the bottom. It was like, there's meant to be a lot of amazing ingredients in here and yet all I can taste is, is just pesto. pesto. I yeah. hate that when you get overwhelmed and you're just like, there are too many A, calories and B, good things in here and I can't taste anything. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of like filling, very filling. Couldn't you didn't finish. even finish. Yeah. No, couldn't finish. Interesting. I, I just thought to me, I don't know what I was expecting. I think because we've been dining at some pretty amazing places throughout all of last year and even, I don't know, breakfast menus are becoming more exciting or more interesting. And this was really just back to basics for me. It is. And it's the classic case of, like I said, it's in the East. It's got this following where everyone knows about it. It's been around for so long that you just expect it to be really good. And I went and saw my sister right afterwards and she said, yeah, look, I went there a couple months ago, got this falafel dish, was really underwhelmed. Yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting. And like, who are all these health influencers posting these pages being like, this is so good. It's like, I could make a salad like this at home. 
But maybe it's because they're after that basic kind of simple dish. Bella's got a point. Have we been like, you know, do we our expectations too high? Yeah. True. And also sometimes when we go to nice places, are we not like, just give me a simple piece of avocado and toast and I'll be happy. True. Sheesh. Back to the basics. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Reality checks, yeah. Reality checks coming left, right and center. Now let's just quickly jump back to the coffee situation. So I got a soy cap, random for me, but good. How did you guys go with coffee? I mean, I had a latte. It was kind of fine. Fine. Yeah. I'm a little bit hot. I like a hot coffee. Love a hot coffee. Nothing worse than a lukewarm coffee. You got a random choice. Mocha with oat milk. Yeah, but it was just random. You were a bit... I hadn't had oat milk in ages. I think that's why I was a bit like, this is random. Okay, but good. You were happy with it. Fine. Again, like nothing wow, not special. Not like I will go back there for the coffee. Yeah, fair enough. Is mocha and oat milk a natural thing? Like, do people drink that? I mean, it's a thing. Like, I drink it. (laughs) I think it's a good point, Bella, because I feel like people who drink oat milk are trying to either A, do something good for the environment, which is why it's probably out of vegetarian cafe, or B, do something for the health. And often mockers. Yes, I know it's synonymous with health per se. Um, yeah, look, thank you both. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll just leave that one there. The only thing that we do need to comment on is I got the extra coffee. So when I went up to pay, I love this. (laughs) Lol, 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 lol. It was lol. When I went up to pay for my meal, I said after having the whole discussion whereby Bella just ordered without paying for the coffee earlier, I was like, oh, and I'll also pay for my soy cappuccino. And she was like, yep, cool, put that through. So I just paid $25 or whatever for the meal and the coffee. You know, she might have got confused because I went up first and said, I'll pay for the latte from before and the meal. And because I'm the same person, she was like, okay, that makes sense. But I said to her. (gasps) And she cancelled the order. No, I'm just remembering it because she cancelled that and then put my food through on a new one. Oh, so it really was your fault. Was it the pilgrim's fault fault? or did you... Was it your hey, fault, I wasn't behind the counter. Pressing no, buttons. true. She should have added that then to like our table or something. Yeah. So essentially what happened is while we were waiting for the meals to come out at this point, another soy cappuccino arrived. But because everyone's wearing masks, she was like, here, soy cappuccino. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> what have we done? And then I couldn't work out how to communicate exactly what I just said back to her. So I was like, oh, she's like, just have it. <laughs> Otherwise we'll go in the drain. And I was like, okay, thank the you. Best. Oh, so good. Yeah. Is that what she said? Because I like couldn't understand anything she was saying i was like i think you just accepted a coffee (laughs) it's really funny how much a mask takes away takes away from you being able to read other people's vibe yeah she she was like to me just spit it out because she could see me because i was obviously like (laughs) (laughs) yeah and when when i walked in everyone's wearing masks i just felt like everyone hated me yeah but they're just wearing masks it's probably part of the vibe probably the reason we picked up that sort of negative vibe was maybe just because they were wearing masks and it was one of the first weekends that we've had Had to to do that had to do that Mm. and so maybe they're not used to that feeling and so maybe we need to be a bit more gentle on them i think so imagine wearing a mask 24 7 that's it when you're working trying to like in a hot sweaty kitchen and then trying to serve customers trying to talk to customers trying to breathe it actually would be pretty tricky in fairness my heart goes out to them well I guess it's time for Order Off the Menu. It is indeed. Which is the part of the podcast where we decide for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not. Now, I'm feeling pretty nervous about this whole section, so I'm going to start. (laughs) (laughs) Rip the bandaid off. Exactly right. I feel a bit nervous because, relatively speaking, the food wasn't too expensive. B, your wrap was something like $16. Absolutely. Mine was $17. I did get the egg, so it sort of added a few dollars there. Like I got an egg as an add-on. Oh. And so that took it to maybe $20, which actually 
for breakfast in Sydney, and I realise how wankerish that sounds. No, it's but, a thing. You know, it, it's cheap. It's mm. sort of, it's not cheap, it's just cheaper. This is why I'm so nervous about the section because then the whole overall vibe though, I didn't walk away feeling like, oh, that was great value. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to have to sit it. It deserves at least a three out of five because it wasn't too expensive. It definitely didn't break the bank for a breakfast, but it also know, didn't hit the spot. It didn't hit the spot. So three out of five for me. Is that sit all right with you too? You know what? That does sit fine with me. I'm yep. okay with that. I'll let you have it. All right, maybe you should take us away with mate or date. I'm going to say this place is just a mate place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like you wouldn't go there. It wouldn't be a place that you, I mean, I'm sure people do. But it's not particularly romantic, overly exposed. But maybe at nighttime, if I was to go back for dinner, it might change my mind and think it could be a date place. That's a really good point. Like I said, they're a licensed venue. They do dinner. There's alcohol. Could yeah, be a date I place. I still think there's something about how like open and airy open this space yeah. is, which is beautiful in the daytime. And we probably didn't draw attention to that. <laughs> Isn't it funny that, that all we want to do on this podcast is hook up with people in like dark, <laughs> dark restaurants? Well, you don't want anyone to walk past you and be like, hey, oh, wow, you're on a date. So yeah, true. So, so true. true. And also like, If you're talking about romance, romance comes under candlelight, you know, dimly lit rooms, like it's sort of like part of it. So yeah, bring candlelights back. (laughs) But yeah, mate place. So B, bougie or basic? I also was feeling a bit stressed about this one, but I'm going to have to give it a basic. How do we feel about that? I'm absolutely on board with a basic vibe. I feel like they were, it was just like really basic food. It was. It's definitely a place I think that you'd wear like workout gear. That's it. Oh yeah. And everyone was. I think, you know what? I've had this problem in the past where I rate venues based on their suburbs. So I want to say bougie because it's in the east. Yeah. Uh, you know, remember previously I've said places are basic because they're in Newtown. <laughs> so like I, I'm essentially a snob and. Not I essentially, just, you are. I am. And I just want to put people in their pigeonholes. But no, it is it is a basic venue in a bougie suburb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I think that that is it. It's a it's a three out of five. It's a mate spot and it's basic. Mm. Yeah. But look, still worth a try if you're looking for a fresh, healthy breakfast option. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I suppose we should go to Food Features and Fails, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or a food fail from our weeks. Now, I have one that you need to cast your minds back. So pre-Christmas, I told you guys that I was going to make a pie for Christmas. Oh, yes. And if you're a listener or a fan of the podcast, you would have seen it on the Instagram. It was a smashing success. So it was a curry chicken with garlic phyllo pastry pie from Matt Moran. Oh, it did look particularly delicious. It was really good. There was some interesting ingredients in there. Ghee. Have never used ghee before. Clarified butter. Clarified butter. Mm, Thanks, Libby, because I had no idea what that was. (laughs) Me either until I had researched it. One hiccup, though. Oh. So I got the phyllo. I'd made the pie pie insides the night before. I think Libby knows where this is going. I do. <laughs> um, got out the phyllo like half an hour before. I'd be like, chuck it on top. Phyllo needs like two hours at room temperature to defrost. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Luckily, there was some puff pastry shoved in my mom's freezer. So I quickly did a little, oh, okay. Switcheroo. Switcheroo. Put puff on top. No one had any idea. (laughs) Because for those listening at home, what happens is when you try and take phyllo or roll out phyllo that's been frozen 
and you haven't let it thaw properly, it just shatters into thousands of pieces. Oh, it's like the thinnest, it's like <laughs> old person skin on a pie. And so like you start to unroll it and it just turns into like my phone screen. Like it just completely shatters wow. everywhere and you can't really use it. Like you could probably have like stuffed it on top, but it also goes a bit like gooey. Like, I know, but I'm almost pissed off that they make a product that is that fragile, that is frozen, that you then have to unfreeze and then you have to like basically <laughs> touch with delicate little fingers. <laughs> Like, but once you use once you use it properly, it, it's not that hard to use. But I wa- and if you're organised about it, maybe yeah. And I was yeah. worrying though, organisation keyword there. <laughs> I was worrying though. Another trick that happens with phyllo is that you dry it out. So if you've gone oh, to all that effort to like do, a fickle bitch, he's a bit of a fickle bitch. Anyway, we won't go into it. Bell, do you have a food feature or fail for us today? So Libby, you'll be pleased to know that I am going to feature your blondies. Oh, this is a cop out. <laughs> it is not. This I is honest- a shameless plug. I know I sound really biased, but they're honestly God, the best blondies I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Have you ever had other blondies? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, look, I did try them too. They're pretty freaking good. I think I've gone through like three quarters of the of the box. <laughs> I made the mistake of sharing with my family. Yeah, rookie. Total error, mate. I told Jess about them just to be polite. <laughs> I was like, clearly she doesn't touch them. I don't think she has. But anyway. Thank I'm goodness. Like, heartbroken. Keeping well, an eye on them very clearly. I love that you say that. And I certainly put a lot of love into all the things I make for you guys. But also mainly that it was my food lucian was to yes, bake more for both of you. And in saying that, I do have something to announce, though. Oh, no. For the Uh-oh. next two months, I'm not going to be baking anything. So what I was actually doing. Sweet Libby Dad. What I was actually doing by making those is you noticed that there was a bit of Nutella in there. Mm -hmm. There was a bit of Biscoff, our Mm. old favorite. Lots of different types of chocolate chips. It tasted like peanut butter as well. There wasn't, but there was a lot of just... Oh, so you were finishing up the scraps. The jars. Any of the things that I possibly love in my cupboard was going into that delicious brownie. Oh my gosh, now I'm even more heartbroken that I shared the last batch (laughs) with my greedy family. (laughs) Um, yeah, because I was trying to get rid of all the deliciousness out of the house just to try and get into a bit of a better rhythm. I've been eating a bit of junk and a bit of that sort of thing lately. So I was not to say it's a New Year's resolution of that kind, but just like get onto the bandwagon. So you guys got the last of the sweet Libby, probably, let's just say probably till February. Let's be oh, real. Okay. <laughs> so we can deal with. <laughs> probably only last a month, but we'll give it a go. Then what is your food feature or fail this week, Lip? Well, I was going to say features all round. I'm not quite sure if mine was a feature. Oh, I love when we test it on the pod. Test (laughs) Test it on the pod. Test it out loud. So I was in Woolworths the other day and I came across, which I think, Bella, you've mentioned to me before, Tom berries. So they're essentially tomatoes that look like little berries. They're so small. So I'll put a photo up on the Instagram, but they just look like little... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Libby's showing us now. I know what you mean. Yeah. So they're like just tiny little tomatoes in what you'd say a blueberry or a raspberry container in the supermarket. And so you can pick them up same way you do those sort of things and just snack on them. Wait, people munch? Oh, ew. People munch from tomatoes? Well... I did, and I, I did quite like it. Yeah, Prudence eats cherry tomatoes. Yeah. Just from the punnet. And okay. so I thought it was like a good little snack option. Oh, um, yeah, look, so personally, that's a huge fail. <laughs> look, she doesn't like it in their purest form. That's true. But I do, so I'm going to say feature. And look, I think that for me it was... Are you taking the piss? What do you mean? <laughs> like, you came on this podcast and featured tiny little bitch tomatoes. <laughs> they're so beautiful and cute, and they're... 
interesting because you can just have them like you can have a handful at a time and you feel like you're just having like a healthier version of like chocolate bits or something like, like a, that. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, you just... What? No, no, I was just saying that to G you up. I just mean like, it's just like having a blueberry but a savoury version. Nah, you yeah, lost I like it. it. And it's so good because like you could just have it at work or yeah, I'm convincing myself that it's definitely a feature. I don't know why I thought otherwise. I was extremely happy with the purchase. Hence why I'm bringing it to you guys today. Feature from me, Tom Berries. Check lost it out. the plot mate before we lose libby's mind even further (laughs) if you have enjoyed what is in your ears please make sure you subscribe to the podcast it is so important that you click that button so we can be in your ears every week and that you tell a friend leave us a rating and give us a review don't tear us apart (laughs) please 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 don't tear us apart and make sure you do tell that friend and while you're there make sure you jump into our facebook community that's obviously good podcast on facebook And if you want to follow our visual journey, you can follow us on Instagram at obviouslygoodpodcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.